Brian Breaker. Your little whiny baby. Babe. Don't assume my gender. Friends since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with this phone. F you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go. It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no. The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts. So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass. So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did the Bowser with the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers. To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters. Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power. Yeah, hello. Uh, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. Uh, yeah. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling sound. It is the Christmas edition. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, episode 464. Big underscore Bane, are you feeling jolly yet? You know, I, I'm still not in the Christmas mood, but uh, I, I feel like I should have brought the Jingle Bells, you know, to to play along with our, our song to make it more festive. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. I guess you could add that in post-production. Yeah, yeah. but that's, that's a lot of work, Breaker. I get and, it. And I, I don't even like editing this podcast. You know I me, mean? how much dumb shit I've said over the years that I've just let slide because I just don't like to edit? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, don't stop saying dumb shit, though. I well, mean, I got please. to. I got to give a reason to you know have people pissed off at us. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is uh, the Christmas season, man. This is our Christmas edition. We're recording a few weeks ahead of time just to uh, give ourselves a little break. Yep. Which is always kind of nice to yep. take a little break, ski and stuff. Um, man, it's weird. Like, I I like Christmas, but the more I think about it, there's, there's a lot of elements to it that are very, very unique as far as, like, Buying gifts and Black Friday. We I mean, we we talked all about Black Friday the other day and just how it's like the total opposite of what Christmas should be. Like the, Jingle All the Way is very spirit. very accurate in that. That's not Black Friday. That's Christmas Eve. But, but it's, it's like, very accurate to the to the spirit of Black Friday. Yeah, yeah. And like I was uh, I was driving. I don't know this. I was driving through my nephew through uh, McDonald's the other day. Picked him up from school and he wanted chicken McNuggets. It's his favorite thing. Oh, yeah. I'm not a big McDonald's guy anymore, but he loves it. Nope. And on their sign, it said, we will be open Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Why? I, I mean. It's, McDonald's has always been closed on Christmas Day. I, that's what I thought, too. Most restaurants are always closed on Christmas Day. Yeah. Um, why, does a, why does a McDonald's need to be open on a Christmas? They don't. I mean. I, if, if you work at McDonald's and you're listening, call in sick. On Christmas Day. That's fuck that. Why do you think corporations or companies feel that need that they need to be open? 
Because they're Scrooge. I mean, like they're the living embodiment of Scrooge. Like it's all about the the bottom dollar for them. It's all about the money. Because they they see a day where like parents don't want to cook, people don't want to cook. I get it. And people are traveling, you know. But like quick trips are open. Seven Elevens are open. You know what I mean? Like, but I mean that's also like yeah, that sucks if you work at Quick Trip, right? I oh mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but like also too like I I feel like those probably could get away with just having the pumps open. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I know like, um, I believe there is one actually in the BOK center now where it's like a quick trip, but there's no employees in there. I've heard about this. So that's a new thing. Actually. Um, it's kind of like those Amazon grocery stores that have popped up over the nation. Somewhere. It's basically like it reads your information somehow as and you, you, as you, just, you, as you leave. Yeah. As so, yeah, as you leave it, like, will somehow scan your credit card or scan your card. That's almost too much though. But I mean, like for days like Christmas, like if you want to have a store open, do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, and and honest to God, McDonald's is so automated for the most part. Like how do they not, how have they not figured out how to run a McDonald's without any employees? Well, I think we're getting to that point. That's right. what I'm saying. Like, how are they not among the first? They're they're one of the first, if not the first, fast food. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, to where you order it. I mean, I I watched that McDonald's movie <laughs> with uh, Bruce, whatever, not Bruce Willis. Uh, what's his name? Oh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. That's a good movie. It's a great movie. But I was like, I was um that was like one of the biggest moments in that where he where he paid and then got his order and he's like, oh no no, I I just gave you my money. This is yeah. you know what I mean that's like. Like that was unheard of until McDonald's. And that's so, and what's funny is hearing those two brothers that kind of started it, like talk about how like so many ideas didn't work. Right. Cause people weren't like used to walking up to the window and right. like, like what's going on. They like, we had to get people accustomed to this, but even that he was like, what about plates and napkins? Well, you just use the wrapper and just throw it all away. It's like, you can tell like Michael Keaton's like, wait, what? Yeah. Like what's going on here? If people have not seen it's called Founder. If you have not seen that movie, it is fantastic. It's a really good movie because a lot of twists and turns, and you kind of uh, end up hating the owners of McDonald's a little bit. Not the original ones, but yeah. the ones who bought it. Yeah, um, I I did read that apparently those two brothers weren't as irritated as it was presented in the movie. Oh, really? They still did get a pretty good chunk of oh, money. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's kind of like when you uh, when you think about. It. I remember. Watching- I mean, they had to make the story sexy. But, well, of course, yeah. right. I mean, but I mean, how it starts is uh, he's trying to sell like a five or six spindle shake maker, mm-hmm. right? And his whole pitch is like, you know, you only think you need one. Well, if you actually had six, maybe you'd sell more milkshakes type of thing. That yeah. was kind of his pitch. Well, they call and order five. And he's like, no, there's, I mean, there's six spindles. Yeah, go ahead and make that six. And he's like, Who's selling? Yeah, like he, so it, his like intrigue now. Right. Who's selling that many milkshakes? And then, like you said, he orders the burger. He gets it two seconds later. He's like, well, "I just ordered this." Right. Yeah, yeah, it's done. And so, and then starts to to kind of get their how they did everything and how it's like the exact condiments every time. Yep. And definitely an interesting movie for sure. That's what I'm saying. So, like, if there's a company who can figure out how to be open on Christmas Day without bothering the employees, it's McDonald's. Yeah. And or quick trip or Amazon, like one of those three companies could figure it out. I'm sure it's going to be a skeleton crew, but it still sucks. And it's going to be slow as shit mm-hmm. because unless you're traveling, 
No one's going to go. You know, it's funny because I remember one year, um, well, for Christmas dinner, we used to go to my mom's friend's house mm-hmm. and she would make Christmas dinner. It was always very good food. And then here recently, like they've stopped doing it. So now it's kind of like, all right, now what do you do for dinner? Right. right? There's leftovers, but that's really about all you can do. And we would sometimes just look, is there a restaurant open? Hey, yeah. TGI Fridays is open. We go there and it's freaking packed. Yeah. So I hope that's not the case, but I wonder if that's going to be the new trend where like places just start opening up that evening. You know, movie theaters are open for that reason because I, people have nothing to, else to do. I do know. So most of my clients are down or not downtown, but on the south side of Tulsa and years in years past, I've done South Tulsa area for like past six years every year in the past like they have all been shut down mm-hmm. on christmas day like the, they're open on christmas eve i'll have one customer abuelos who closes on christmas eve as well but most of them are open on christmas eve abuelos is so good i love abuelos but they're all all closed on christmas but yeah abuelos is amazing my so they have those in texas too and i asked my brother if he likes to eat at abuelos and he won't. He refuses to eat there. Apparently, in Texas, it is garbage. Really? Is it because it's like Tex-Mex or what? I don't know. I mean, I've I've eaten at some of their Mexican restaurants, and they are really good. Yeah. But like, they to me like, I feel like they're on par with Abuelos. Gives you the three salsas, which yeah. is nice. I so what's funny about that is I I like that, but. I I still think my favorite salsa out of all the restaurants are on the border. Oh God, that's so like good. the best salsa ever. I it used to be El Chico's, but like then all the El Chico's shut down except for like one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's actually two still. There's one there's, at like 21st and 129th. Yeah, there's two, but yeah, and I, then I 71st. But there used to be like four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, on the border is still like it's my favorite. It's like super spicy, but there's so much flavor that like. Yeah. The spice is totally okay. Well, Abuelos brings you like this, like three salsa thing, and mm-hmm. it's like a regular like red salsa. Then there's this green sweet salsa, which is very strange. It's a salsa verde. Yeah, and then like a much spicier salsa, and it's that's like a, like, kind of a dark red, almost like a chipotle salsa or something like that. Yeah. I don't know what it's called, but and like I remember like being irritated because it's like these are so small. Yeah, but they're like no, you're supposed to choose one you like best and get a little bowl of it. I'm like oh yeah, no, I, I want a bowl of all three. Yeah, how lady. about that? Yeah. yeah. Which I'm sure the servers are like that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I actually um, so I I got in really good with the uh, the general manager, the one in South Tulsa, and so she would always hook me up with like dinner and stuff. I'd go there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's the one big perk about my job that I probably shouldn't say on air because my if I, I know we have one ease eavesdropper that's in management listening to us, and uh, I'm not gonna say his name, but he's a, he's a little bitch. He probably knows who he is. Yeah, he does. Um, <laughs> But they usually do, and they uh, they they don't like the fact that we get freebies because that makes them think that we're giving away stuff, and that's not the case. No, I'm that's ridiculous. But that's that's what they always that's where their mind always goes. Like like I get I get a I talked before I get a holiday ham from uh, Honey Baked Hams. But that's that okay. So when I. Where I worked at a print shop, and we had a UPS driver that came twice a day. Yep. He, um, I think he delivered in the morning time and picked up in the evening time. 
mm-hmm. because I was just like, because we had so much stuff, he just came by and got it. Mm-hmm. So guess what they would do? All the ladies there would give him food when we had food, right. give him cake. And I think at Christmas time, like we all pitched in and got him something. Yeah. He ain't giving us free stuff. It right. just, we got to know the yeah. guy because he was there twice a day. Right. You know, so yeah. that's, that's all it is. But yeah. Like, it's just like, building a rapport with someone. My, I, I do bonefish grill. I don't know if you've heard of that restaurant. I, I have. I've never eaten there, but it looks it's good. A, it's, it's a fancier uh, fish place, but yeah, he actually gave me like a, it's not a gift card, but it's a card that for, it's like a $25 voucher. That's and pretty cool. Yeah. And then he like gave me like a little coupon for a free dessert and, um, yeah, those are write-offs for them though. Exactly. And I, I told my boss about it when I got back to the plant that day, I was like, man, that's pretty cool. Like, I don't know when I'm going to get a chance to go eat there because they're like way far away from me. But he was like, what'd you give him to do, get that? <laughs> I'm like, nothing, man. Like <laughs> service with a smile. Thank right. You very yeah. Much. I took care of his needs, pal. Like, yeah. I mean, you can see it on the invoice if you'd like. I was just like, good. Like they're always so suspicious of people, you know, and that's, it's ridiculous, but. Yeah, that's kind of crappy how people are. Yeah. I'm not. A, I'm not a big fan of that. But I do. I guess I do get their suspicion. Like they just assume. Well, we we have had people in the past do that. I used to work with a guy who delivered pizza, mm-hmm. and he told me he's like, "Yeah, I used to work with this other guy, but he got fired for couponing." It's like couponing. It's like yeah. It's like well, he'll deliver a pizza, and he has a, all the coupons, and it'll be like four dollars off. We'll cut it out. I'm like, here they have this coupon. And so we'll pocket the rest. Weird. Makes sense. I mean, I get doing it, but yeah. because the people pay cash, especially. Like, oh, yeah. You know, because they probably maybe gave him a $3 tip on the pizza or whatever. And then he cuts that. And that's now it's seven bucks. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame the guy. Like, right. it's, it's still a coupon. Like, I mean, especially when you're not getting paid nothing. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. But yeah, working on Christmas, like, I'm actually off this year but my company's uh you know i do a shift schedule so yeah they're open all the holidays and it's just it's really crappy because it's like you can't close down one day a year like really that's just it it's like why like why why not what's funny is they did close down last year and they tried to put it like they were doing everybody a favor what's funny though is they're not because they just pay everybody holiday pay not work hours and holiday pay which they normally would have to do right and so I'm like, but most people just call in anyway. So you don't exactly. have anyone there. So just shut it down for a day yeah. and then just, you know, bring it and open it back up. Like it's, I don't know. I don't think it's too much to ask to give people a day off at Christmas. Yeah. And so like what we, what we've been doing the past few years on Christmas Eve is, uh, cause we always get together with Steph's mom on Christmas Eve and hopefully fingers crossed that it works out to where we only do one day over there again. But, mm-hmm. um, uh, Usually what we've done in the past is we'll actually order um, Mazios and we always order quite a bit. So that way we have Mazios for Christmas day too. We've been doing a thing where my parents do a, we do a lot of our Christmas on Christmas Eve yep. and then Christmas days, you know, for the young kids and stuff. But right. we do a Christmas breakfast on Christmas day. And then on a uh, Christmas Eve, we do a dinner chocolate gravy in the morning. Oh yeah. And uh, eggs and the whole deal. Got Great. To. Got to. It's amazing. And, uh, but we normally have enough leftovers from the dinner to adequately feed ourselves at night. But yeah. I mean, I, it's one of those weird things where I do get it, but it's, it, to me, it's, it's almost like the black Friday thing where now it's like, Hey, we're going to open at eight on Thanksgiving. It's like, it's not even Friday. This is horseshit. Like, I'm just not a fan of treating people badly 
so that your company can turn more money. And that's that's where I that's where it comes down to me. And th- this has been this is my beef with every corporate that I've ever worked for. The corporate side of every company has this really bad habit of making decisions without asking the people that it directly affects. Without like, you know what I mean? They don't care about the people that it affects. Exactly. So like like why like why would you make a decision that could and I get like, you know, you're looking at the bottom line that if if it's going to turn a profit, but like why would you make a decision that's going to affect the morale of an employee? without consulting that employee Mm -hmm. to ask them what they think. Right. Like that, even at the, my current job that's been done and it's been done at every single job I've ever had, but like it, that's something that is constantly done and it bugs the shit out of me. It's like, just talk to us before you make that decision. I don't know about your job, but you know, where I've worked in the past, it's like we would go through managers pretty quickly. Yeah. And so it's almost like a new manager comes in and he's going to change everything up. Do it totally different. Yeah. And it's like, all right. And and then he gets let go, and then it's like a new guy comes in, and he wants to change things up. It's like they would put their own little stamp on it. Of course. To make themselves look good. Like, I, I know I dealt with that a lot in the restaurant, like how we had all these, like, so many stupid managers come in. Mm-hmm. And it was always the same stuff, and it's just like, I don't know about you, but, like, I'm just a clock in and I clock out. Yeah. I just... And I know any job they want you to care, I just can't. Right. I, I come in, I'll do my job, and I'll do it well, but I'm not going to – once I clock out, I'm not thinking about it. Right. Now it's over. So I don't know. I just I'm, – I'm not a big fan of when people do that and they try to – like you said, it, it does kill morale. Yeah. Time. And you're obviously not going to get as much done if you kill – like I know my current job, a rumor was going around about them changing everyone's schedule. And – like it made everybody mad because mm-hmm. of what they were doing. And then he comes out later and says, well, no, I wasn't going to do that. This is what I was going to do. And it sounded better, but it's like, were you actually going to do that? Or is that a redirect? Because you knew everyone got mad. Right. You know, like I can't imagine you're going to do this and because it doesn't have any negatives. Like that's not what you were going to do. Like right. we're not stupid, you know, and it's just like, oh boy, we, it was just a big old misunderstanding. Yeah. Right. Get right. out of here. Yeah. And, and that's, just it. I mean, unless there's a lot of pushback from employees, I mean, they're going to, they're going to see how far they can push it, you know? Yeah. Always. And I, and I think that's the, another thing too. I've, I've realized with, with certain jobs because a big comparison they will throw at us hospitals, police officers, firemen, they're all open. I'm like they're saving lives though. Emergency services. That's it's different than you just trying to turn a profit. Right. I mean, to me, emergency services are vastly different from flipping a burger or, yeah. you know, dealing with chemicals. <laughs> right. Well, and and that's and that's another thing too is um you know, we're running with so few people. It's like now it's more dangerous because like what if something goes down, exactly. you know, like and that's that's an issue, but like within like so like if if you're McDonald's, like how do you do that? Do you just schedule people, "Hey, sorry, you're going to have to work" christmas day like be open for breakfast i mean like how does that even work i don't know like to me like a restaurant being open in the evening doesn't bother me as much and that's just it like if i think the people are okay with it because you might have some people like i know when we went to that tgi fridays i felt horrible going there on christmas day right but the girl working she was like i was excited to be open because i knew we'd be busy and no one wanted to work and i'm gonna make a ton of money right 
Well, and that's just it. Like, so, if you want to work, like, if, if you guys are done with Christmas by, like, noon and you're yeah. bored the rest of the day, like, or you're a single person and you just, like, want to get out of the house. And, so, and some people don't celebrate Christmas on Christmas Day. Some, right. Some do it, you know, a week later, a week before, whatever. I, I know my early 20s when I was, like, still single, like, I was, like, dying for an excuse to, like, leave the house after, you know, we got done with the Christmas shit. And so, like, I wouldn't have wanted to actually work, but you know what I mean. Like, if I had a reason to leave the house, I gotta be like, hell yeah, thank yeah. God, like just like a sigh of relief, you know? Yeah. Well, see, it's it's such a long day. Yeah. And then, of course, retail is like insane for the next few days after with all the exchanges. Yep. Wild, wild times. Oh yeah. But it sounds like we're being Grinches. I'm trying not to be. That that to me is not a, an issue with Christmas. I'm bringing it's, you down, Breaker. Yeah, you are. No, <laughs> it's the uh, join the dark side. <laughs> It's all the shitty corporate people. Yeah. And that's that's where it sucks. Oh, but yeah. I don't know. I just never felt like it's a big deal to shut down for 24 hours. It's and, not. And reopen. You yeah. Know? It's like, come on. It's not. I mean, because McDonald's ain't that good. It's, no. Like, let's be honest. I, like, that's another thing. If you had to eat McDonald's on Christmas, that ain't your first choice. Hell no. McDonald's like, ain't my first choice even on a Tuesday. Right. So, I mean, like, realistically speaking, in our town... Right across the street's a quick trip. Would you go there and get a warm-up sandwich before McDonald's? I would go there and get a hot dog that's been sitting there for hours before I got a cheeseburger from McDonald's. I have a funny story about that. It's going to gross you out. Are you ready for it? I'm ready for it. A guy I work with, his son, we actually went to high school with him. I don't know. I'll tell you after we get done. But his son managed a quick trip somewhere okay. in like a rougher area of Tulsa. Right? Okay. And, you know, the, the areas that are a little bit rougher yep. and stuff. And so... um. It's three in the morning. No one's in there. Some homeless guy walks in and he's over there looking at the hot dogs. And of course they're kind of like, I don't want to say you're like, you're sketchy of the guy, but you're just like nervous. Like hope this guy doesn't try something, you know? Mm -hmm. And he messes with the hot dogs, walks over to the front desk goes, Hey, left a present for you and leaves. They walk over there and he put a turd on the hot dog roller. Oh, come on, that's man. What he, that's what they say. I, I mean, was I there? Did I see this? No. So if you want to believe it, that's fine. But that's what they told me. Yeah. He left a turd, and it was just rolling on the hot dog roller. <laughs> so, like, and like the guy explained, he's like, I mean, was he carrying it? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, where did this come from? I mean, was it real? I, I mean, I don't know. That is behavior I would expect from come and go. Yeah. But not quick trip. Not quick trip. <laughs> so I guess they're just like. Oh my God. So they, they of course have a number of someone they call and he was like, throw the entire thing away. We'll get a new one tomorrow. Hell yeah. Like the whole roller. Like, Good. Yeah, I mean, which is the right call, but yeah, it's absolutely like, absolutely it is. Cause wait, even if you clean that, I mean, no, there's no way No. Like, could you imagine though? Like the thought, cause at three in the morning, I work a lot of night shifts. If all, you get a little lethargic at that hour, you know, all I know is if that homeless guy would have still been there, after I walked over and saw it, I'd have been fighting that guy. I would have fought him. <laughs> I, <laughs> you do not poop on my hot dogs, brother. <laughs> I would have fought him, and then I would have grabbed that turd and made him eat it. Good I'd lord, it, I'd have put it in a hot dog bun and shoved it down his throat. <laughs> so what do you put on that turd, ketchup or mustard? <laughs> put chili. And oh, the cheese. <laughs> chili cheese turd dog. <laughs> <laughs> so this is that point where we we have derailed <laughs> i wanted to call it the christmas special but i think you just named it 
That's disgusting. So yeah, I just I thought that was a funny story. Yeah. Oh, so gross. Um, another thing I, I despise about Christmas is all the I want to say traffic, but all the people. Too many people, yeah. Dude, like you can't even go to Walmart for like a simple thing anymore. Have you noticed that? Oh yeah. Like you just can't. Like it's like there's so many people. They're all over. It's just like oh my god, it was such a pain in the ass. Yep. And I've got to I've got to go to Guitar Center like here in the next couple of days, and I'm like really dreading it. Got to get a bass bass guitar for for the daughter. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I don't think that will be as bad though. It won't be, but like the one here in town. Yeah, but that's like in the pretty busy part of the part of town. Yeah. So I mean, I know how to get around like the back ways, but yeah, it's still just like oh god, here we go that area of town because it's right South Tulsa is such a nightmare around this time. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's fine before. 10 30 like once 10 yeah. 30 hits it's like oh it's brutal it's stupid do you know what i've noticed though since uh since covid have you noticed a lot of stores just don't open like normal times anymore yeah they usually open around like like 10 10 or 11 dude they give, vintage stock doesn't even open until noon now oh really and i was wondering that i was like i wonder if they were just like hell no one comes in anyway like why right. not open till noon Right. I mean, it makes sense because you want to be open in the evenings because that's probably when more of your traffic is going to foot traffic, yeah. So I kind of wonder if that's going to be a new trend, like where stores just don't open until noon or one. I get confused about how all these breakfast places do good in the mornings, like during the work week. So this morning, actually, I had to get up early because my nephew got student of the month Okay, at his school. So we went there to, watch, cool. to watch him do his thing. And it was like at 7.50 we had to be there, which is just like, holy hell. You know, and um, so we're done. My dad's like, hey, you want to go eat breakfast? Yeah, sure. We went to Crescent Cafe, ate breakfast, local spot out here. Dude, it was freaking packed. I, I don't understand that. It's, uh, it's it's all old people, I guess. But well, so I have I have a place called Tally's uh, mm-hmm. that I yeah. service. Uh, there's two of them in town and I service the one on 61st and uh, Sheridan. And it's always packed. I'm there at like nine o'clock on Wednesday and it is always packed. Yeah. And it's like. It's not a bunch of old people. It's like just like people like our age, people a little bit older, people sometimes people younger. And I'm like, do y'all not have jobs? Like, yeah, it's bizarre. And I mean, I guess there are like situations like yours where it's like shift work. So like maybe they're just just got off of work or something like that. You yeah, know but not I mean? every day. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So it's like it's bizarre to me. It's like what I feel like this is most of the, when it should be people at work. Well, you know, to be fair, though, I know since COVID, a lot of people are now working from home. Well, the remote jobs. Yeah. And so God, maybe, I wish I had a remote job. Yeah. Well, what's funny is I've talked to some people who they've kind of been told like, Hey, you're going to have to come back. And yeah. their whole argument is like, why? Yeah. Well, because, <laughs> you know, if they don't have a reason. It's just, we don't want you to work from home anymore. They did that to my mom. Really? Um, yeah. Cause she was working remotely. And then just within the last, uh, I think it was probably about four or five months ago, they said, Hey, we're going to need you to come back to the office. And she was like, Oh, how come? And they're like, well, we're just trying to get everybody back in the office. I'm like, you already set her up at home. She can work out. She can work at home. You know, as long as you're doing your job, I don't think it's an issue. I, I think it's one of those things. Like, I think they want to just keep an eye on you. I like, think so. They want to be able to see you and make sure that you're being productive. And but I think if you're a salary employee and you can do your job at home, like, why not? Well, I mean, I know I talked to someone who was working from home and they were basically saying, like, you know, I would have to get ready. And so, yeah, that's. She's a woman, so it's longer for a woman to get ready. Of course. Hour, hour and a half, probably. 30-minute mm-hmm. drive, dropping kid off at, you know, yeah. grandma and grandpa's house to babysit. It's another two hours yeah. before work. 
And she's like, now it's like, I just got to be on before like nine or something. Right. So I'm like, yeah, I mean, money wise, it's way smarter to do it. It, But I think with those companies, they're just like, no, you can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they have to keep an eye on you. So my brother works uh, for like the Dallas morning news and <laughs> he, um, he is like, he's still working remotely mm-hmm. and he kind of almost thinks that they not that they forgot about him, but like just haven't realized that he's still working remotely. And he's just not going to say anything. No, he's, he's like, I'm going to keep doing it until they like personally tell me to come in. And he said, he said like, dude, there's like people there that I don't even know who they are anymore. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the whole landscape of that company has changed. And like, there's people that work there that I've never even met. And they, I have no, I could have no idea what they look like. And he said, he said, uh, he said he got an email the other day that like, not the other day, this is, this is a little while ago, but they said like, hey, we'd like to start seeing everybody come back to the office. If you still need to work at home, you can, but we'd like to start seeing everybody back at the office. And Jason was like, I just ignored that. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he said they kind of halfway gave me an out by saying like, if you need to stay home. And he was like, I got three kids. Like. I'm not going to come back to the office unless they just flat out tell me I, I have to. <laughs> I, I That's one of those weird things where if he's able to work remotely, I don't see the point. Exactly. Uh, there, like I, I guess, you know, the woman I was talking about, she said, I guess initially it was like, okay, we need everyone to come in one day a week. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Like, I guess that's kind of a compromise to work four days remotely. But, but then again, it's like, you're like, you're paying for all this building and stuff. And it's like, do you need that? Like, exactly. But at the same time, like, we have to have our meetings at work, which are incredibly useless. Could have I been think. an email. Hundred percent, it could have been an email. Yeah, and it's so incredibly useless. It's like, but again, like if you're working remotely, don't give them a problem. Then right. there, there won't be a problem. Then everything should be fine. So yeah, I don't know. It's just a, it's a weird deal now. Like the fact that all the checks are a direct deposit. Like you don't, you don't really need to. If, I, if you're able to, yeah. If I can figure out how to do my work, my job remotely, I 100% would. Mm-hmm. At least you're out on the road a little bit. I mean, I know. Yeah, but dude, sometimes that's worse. Like, because yeah. you're dealing with all the dickheads driving. Uh, yeah, that's like, true. Oh, my God. I can't tell you how many, like, how many times a day I just want to, like, choke somebody out. Oh, I get it. I get it, man. Road rage. It's fun. Yeah. I used to. Christmas. I used to, yeah, I used to deliver furniture, so I get it. It sucks. Yeah. Anytime you're dealing with the public, it's, I mean, I used to work in a, uh, on a service drive at a car dealership. Oh, yeah. I was just telling stories the other day about, I had, we had this lady come in one time, and uh, I, oddly enough, this happened to Brett, the uh, guy they used to do back to the, <coughs> Nite- back to the Nintendo with. Yeah. This lady comes in, car's going to get serviced. We had a shuttle van where we could drive people home mm-hmm. and pick them up. So that way they weren't stuck at the dealership all day. Yeah. Our boss was honestly a pretty cool guy because he was like very like the type that would back us up on everything, you know. And, you know, if, they, if anyone says anything, you tell him I said to do it. Like he was that type. Really good guy. Yeah. Lady has her dog. She needs a ride home. So I go tell the boss. I'm like, hey, I know you told me we're not supposed to have pets in the van. He goes, nope, 100% nope, unless it's a service dog. I'm like, okay. And so I went and told the advisor, sorry, we can't have pets in the van. And so now he's trying to be nice to the lady because he doesn't want a bad review. Right. But like even the manager's like, no, I'll go talk to her. Sorry. Yeah. And he's like, don't bring your freaking dog. With right. You. Like, I mean, it's not, 
you don't have to do that. Like you chose to bring your dog with you. Right. So she has to drive home, drop her dog off, mm-hmm. and drive her car back to get it serviced. She was pissed. Yeah. And she left this like scathing review. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just I'm so I'm glad my job is not customer based. Like I have other headaches, don't get me wrong, but it's so nice not to have to deal with people like that anymore. So I, I am really good about and you know, people listening, if you ever want to know how little little of a backbone I have. Like here's a good good example of it. I'm really good about passing the buck of anything negative onto my bosses. That's smart. Yeah, I, uh, I, I will always like like say like, hey, I'm sorry, but uh, they're doing this to you guys, and they're forcing me to tell you guys. <laughs> like I always present it like that. Like like that way, I always come out looking like the good guy. Like if there was a price increase or something. Yeah, I'm like, hey, my bosses are raising the prices on you. I'm so sorry. I think it's stupid. Like, like I mean, yeah. always. Well, it isn't your decision. No, though. absolutely not. And the thing is, is like, I totally get why we're raising the prices. Yeah. But at the same time, like, they ain't raising my paychecks. So right. Like, so, yeah, it's not making more money for you. It ain't helping me out. So I'm not exactly going to help them out by, you know, sitting there and getting chastised by the customer either. Right. So. Because they're going to be pissed. Oh, exactly. You know, and, and most of them, honestly, because we did have a price increase not too long ago, and most of them were actually pretty cool about it. They weren't happy, but they were like, well, everything's gone up, so why not? You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, that's that's what I've always done. I learned that within my first few years of working there because the first couple of years I tried to just be like big tough guy, you know, like, hey, this is how we do things, and if you don't like it, you can suck it, you know, but like... <laughs> That should yeah. be your T-shirt. Yeah, uh, yeah, but like uh, they, uh, le- I learned pretty quick that you know it's not worth the headache. Mm-hmm. So I just, well, when I worked in a restaurant, it was funny because I would get random like weird complaints, mm-hmm. and uh, guys like, "I'll take a Pepsi." Like, I'm sorry, so we have Coke products. Well, I wish you should have Pepsi. I'm like, well, it was my decision, <laughs> right? You know, I, I charge corporate. I said, hey. I want Coke products Yeah, at this particular Chili's location here in Osage Beach, Missouri. We're a Coke family here. Yeah, like, I don't give a shit. I'm just right. telling you, like, this is what we had, dude. Like, yeah, you know, and then, like, it, one guy came in. Like, it was so funny because it, it was always, like, older men that were the big complainers, I've noticed. And this guy was like, I'll take uh, I'll take the surf and turf. <laughs> well, we don't have that. Right. Um, it's the closest thing we have is, like, a steak and shrimp. Well, you used to have it. Like, I'm like, no, we didn't. Yeah. Worked here four years. We've never had anything remotely like that. Yeah. Never had lobster. I used to work in the kitchen, so I would have known. Right. And it's like part of you wants to just argue with this person. I'm like, no, you, sir, you are incorrect. You're thinking of Outback. They're right. up the road. You know, <laughs> not us. We don't have that. Right. So pay the hell attention. Order something else. But, you know, <laughs> you just try to let it go or whatever. I don't know. It's just a. And that industry is tough because you are working on tips. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So you don't want to just like make people mad, but it's just, it's a shitty business, man. Yeah. Anytime you're dealing with the public, it can be, especially I think when people know they have an edge on you, you know, especially like that or kind of like even in your job, like I could see some people coming at you because you're delivering the bad news, right? Yep. You know, the company certainly could have sent out a letter. They chose not to, they told you to tell them, you know, any, any time I have to deliver bad news like that and, and the customer starts to like give me a stink about it, I give them my boss's number. Good. Yeah. That's what you should do. Yeah. I, I tell them like, hey, this is the guy you need to call. He'll handle everything for you. I, I remember, and you may know this, but I was uh, working with a wrestling organization here locally. Yep. 
the promoter uh, didn't want to uh, talk to anybody. Didn't want to have Facebook. Didn't want to have the big group chat. Which just just to stick into the conversation, that's a real douchey move. Well, like why? That's so stupid. Every wrestlers listen to this one. What I'm talking about. Every promotion has a private group page. Mm-hmm. And that's where they would post the card, and they only have people in there that are that it's like your eyes only type of thing. Yeah, they'd post the card and relevant information. First thing he did is he shut that down. That's bullshit. I don't want to deal with that. And I'm like, okay, but it's also like I was like, your phone is going to increase. No, it won't. No one's got my number. <laughs> so guess who they started messaging me? So guess what I started doing? I just sent them his number. Yeah. Here, here's his number. And he's like, well, why are you sending everyone my number? I'm like, because I don't have the information. Right. And it's not my job to right. hear what this guy has to say to text you to get an answer to text him. I'm not the middleman. Right. Here's his number. Text him. I don't give a shit. You know, like, and I did it for a little bit because it was like, oh, I'll try to help out. But then you're like, wait a minute. What the fuck am I doing? You figured why? out the game. Yeah. Like, why am I dealing with this? Yeah. Why am I worried about all this bullshit? Like, oh, fuck you. It's right. your deal. You know? Yeah. You want to you run the company. You book the talent. You book the shows. You deal with it. Well, that's just it. Like, I get that you don't want to deal with, like, drama and shit like that. But, like, that kind of comes with running a little business. You know what I mean? Right. And, like, it's just, that's just kind of ridiculous. I mean, that that guy. Because most of the, and a lot of the texts were, hey, can I work this Saturday? Or who am I working this Saturday? Right. And that's what he didn't want to have to deal with. I'm like, well, you took away the reason why everyone created those pages. So they didn't deal with it. Right. And it's like, but but my whole thing is like, why is that a big deal? I think because like if I if I had a company like that, yeah. I would want people to be messaging me. Like right. I, I would want to be like the guy that people reached out to, right? To like ask those questions because I'm the only one that can. Because I would hate to be texting somebody like, hey, can you let so and so know? Like mm-hmm. because then I have to entrust in another person that they're actually going to do that, right? And then what if they don't? You right. know what I mean? So it's like, no, I would. Well, a lot of a lot of it was done on purpose. I think, as you know, oh yeah, um, it was an ego thing, probably. It was, but a lot of it was also done so that that person could, you know, I would have someone come up to me and say, "Hey, I want to come to the show this day, and I want to talk to him." Yeah. Like, okay, sure, I'll let him know. I would, I, I would let them let him know. Hey, you know, so and so wants to come and talk to you about working shows. Okay, then he would act like he didn't even know he was going to be there. And I kind of give them the runaround. It's like you're you're choosing to be a prick, though. Like you don't have to be a prick about something, right? You know, like again, I get that the uh, event or the uh, group pages are a pain in the ass, but when most of your texts are "Who am I working?" when you can just post a card, yeah, a lot easier. You're basically running, <laughs> you're running away from so much of that that you don't need it. So yeah, I don't know, just a. One of those things. But I think in his mind is like, you know, back in the day, we didn't have that. Well, true. But we have the option now. We have the option now. Right. We also didn't have, you know, digital streaming. Right. You know, like, I mean, that'd be like wanting VHS to come back. Like, why? I get it's nostalgic. But like, really serves no purpose. That guy ran that company so weird. He know? did. Like, and I, I recall also too, like, uh, you mentioned streaming service, but him also not wanting to do like the shows. Yeah. And things like that. It was just such a bizarre, bizarre thing. Like there was a lot of things he did that just didn't make a lot of sense to me. Well, like I remember he, uh, he was like, I'm going to start making DVDs. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's yeah. a cool idea. Which was a cool idea. Yeah. yeah. And it was on that verge of like, we're 
we don't really need DVDs anymore. Mm-hmm. More to streaming, but but also too like if you're there, it is kind of a cool thing. Like, ooh, look what I bought, yeah. and they were cheap, yeah. so that's kind of fun. But I remember he he stayed up all night one night and made like um, covers for him, and I was like, oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, every one of them was like off center, <laughs> and I was like, well, that looks like shit. And yeah. then instead of buying a cutter, he scissored cut them. Oh, no. Not like the acclaim, but like actually like right. And so they're all jagged, and I was just like, oh, man. For someone who's so, like, everything's got to be perfect, how do you not look at that and realize, like, that looks like fucking shit? Yeah. I mean, because, like, you can buy a very cheap, like, slicer cutter, paper slicer for, like, 10 bucks. Right. Not expensive. Right. And you just measure, I mean, and then put them in there, and they look nice. Like, now it's like, I wouldn't feel, I feel weird selling that, you know, because it looks so horrible. Right. But... And to him, it didn't bother him. I was like, okay, you know, like it, that, that's one of those weird things where it's like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. You know, or not having an, a ring announcer, like, yeah, holy shit. And so you're trying to announce it backstage. It just looks horrible. Yeah. I don't know. Like things like that were always weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very bizarre, uh, bizarre little venture. It sucks though. Cause it, I really liked the, uh, the feel of that place. It was fun for a while, but then yeah. it just became like even the, like the logo, like the, uh, like everything about that place like it felt cool yeah you know but and that's the weird thing is like the first six months were fun yeah and then it just got really bad yeah and like i think when we had a love positives you could kind of look past the negatives mm-hmm. like you could look past like okay, okay, that yeah that cover of the dvd looks like shit but at least he's making dvds no one else is doing that that's cool right but then you know just more and more it's like it would pile on like this is stupid yeah um we haven't really talked a lot about Christmas on this episode. Yeah, we really haven't. But, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's all good. Like, today's hey. actually Christmas Day when this drops. Oh, Did you know that? It is. That's awesome. Merry yeah. Christmas to everybody. Um, we'll round it out with this because we don't want to go too long in this episode. Do you have an issue now that you're mid-30s when someone's like, hey, what do you want for Christmas? Yes. Dude, that's so hard for me to, like, yeah. come up with anything. Yeah, because I and we've talked about that before. Like, if there's something I want, ninety percent of the time, I just buy it before I even think about anything. Yeah, like I have a birthday coming up about a month after Christmas, right? And like I, like I won't, I, I won't think like, hmm, I got a birthday coming up, I, I got Christmas coming up. Like maybe I should just tell somebody that I want this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, well, because that feels weird, right? No, bit. it's like no, like I, like I got the, I got a little wallet case for my phone. I could have just text, text that from Amazon to the wife. I'm like, Hey, I want that for Christmas. Yeah. No, I was like, I just bought it because I was like, it's all, needed it. well that, and it's all of our same money anyway. So like, it doesn't matter. Right. You know, like I want it now. I don't want to wait a month before I get it. So, well, it's, it's weird because the, the more you get like older, it's hard to know what to ask for. Right. Exactly. And so I'm like, well, I like, t-shirts and i like you know custom figures from jason wolf but like yeah my sister's like how do i do that I'm like well you just send him money and he can send me a certificate or something or yeah you know i don't know so it's just like oh i don't know um i guess i could do that so then it's like it's because i don't know really what to ask for because it's not like i need anything like you were saying or like if i did need or want something i've probably already bought it so yeah it's definitely harder as you get older i've noticed yeah and uh you know i think it's just one of those Weird things about Christmas. I'm I'm curious if people listening have that same uh, issue sometimes <laughs> if they don't know what to uh, 
what to ask for. Yeah. I'm, I'm really bad about even birthday in general. Like there's nothing I ever really think about wanting. Yeah. Like I just, I don't know. Well, and what's weird. I don't know if you ever do this. If you get like birthday money or Christmas money, you're like, okay. Like, it's, yeah. You don't necessarily go buy something with it. Right. You just kind of end up spending it and then you're like, you have nothing to show for it. My, right? uh, yeah. Yeah. My mom gave me a <clears throat> hundred bucks to go to Texas for my brother's birthday. She like gave, gave me a hundred to just, she's like, just that way you can have some spending money. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Oh, thanks. And, uh, I still had that up until like a week or so ago and I was running short on cash and we had a bill that was due and I was like, Oh, wait a second. <laughs> so yeah. I like deposited into my account real quick. Yeah. And I was like, oh, thanks mom. You paid a bill for me. <laughs> but I mean, but it's like, I think in her mind, she's like, well, I want you to do something good with this. Right. Fun. But it ended up going to a bill. Yeah. It goes to a bill, but it's like, yeah. Hey, a bill has to be paid. Right. Right. And but it, I mean, it ended up, it, technically we could always just say that she still helped because I mean, I spent my own money while I was down there. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it didn't, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it feels like it's all the same money. You know yeah, what I mean? Like it doesn't, it. it doesn't matter. So I don't know. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like Christmas is more for the kids now. It and, is. Uh, this year has just been such a weird year yeah, for has. me. And so, like. I think it's been weird for everybody. It's been it's been really hard to get into the Christmas spirit. And I think, like, three months from now, I'm probably going to, like, be bummed that I didn't get into the Christmas spirit and I wasn't able to. But. Yeah. It's just. I think it's that. It's also, too. It's. I think a lot of it's getting older, though. You know? I mean, I'm. 37 years old man you know you're i'm about to be 37 it's i'm it's, really looking forward to uh being the christmas grandpa yeah like i'm really looking forward to that well i kind of think about like you know back when my grandma when she was still kind of living on her own her christmas morning was when we did our breakfast mm-hmm. that was post christmas morning for us yeah like that was never as exciting as like waking up and, and so it's like man that's kind of crazy to think that she just woke up and it's christmas and Yep. Oh, time to get ready to go to the breakfast here at 10 or whatever. And it's just like, that's weird, you know? But see, I can't wait for that. Like, I, I, can't, yeah. I can't wait to just, like, go over to, like, my kid's house and just hang out with yeah. them and their kids. You know what to I mean? To me, it's it's great because my, my sister will call, hey, the kids are about to wake up, or I'm about to wake up the kids. Mm-hmm. So I'll, you know, put some clothes on and head over and watch them open their presents, you know? Yeah. It's it's definitely a different – it's definitely different now, but that, it's still fun. Sounds like so – like, I sounds like so much more fun than – what we do now really <laughs> yeah because i mean because the, the kids are older now so it's like see i saw my nephew's eight so he's sure. still in that they're in that mode where they get super excited like yeah. my like my kids don't like it's almost like a sense of embarrassment for them like when they open presents and so and i totally get it because i went through the same thing like mm-hmm. once you get to that age it's kind of like you have to play up the excitement a little bit you know because you pretty much knew what you were going to be getting yeah. like and so it's i don't know it's one of those things but like so i kind of just wait till it gets over with so we can all kind of relax again i found out my my niece is a snooper but a lot more clever than oh did she peek well she, she does she'll get on my sister's phone she'll go through her text because my sister will just send me amazon links does she not does your sister not put a lock on her phone hell no i mean she I mean, she does but like she was like i need to see your phone real quick she doesn't think that like oh that information's out there you know see there needs to be a way to lock your notes or like lock your texts yeah because i know there are certain apps where you can do like face at or well she could have deleted it as soon as she sent it to me sure but she didn't think right but again we don't think about kids looking at it like that it's different so she was like i already know (laughs) i'm like what how do you know 
I saw it on my mom's text. I'm like taking it back. Yeah, I'm sending it back to Amazon. Yep, yep. <laughs> my uh, so my what my daughter does is she does an Amazon wish list and mm, sends it to everybody. Smart, smart for her because she knows exactly what she's going to get. Yeah, because like every time she gets notified, every time somebody buys something from that wish list, does she really? Yes. Oh, they probably have no idea. I didn't know that until two years ago when she first started it. Like after Christmas, she was like, um, <clears throat> I just wanted to tell you that I knew all my presents before you gave them to me. <laughs> and I was like, how? She's like, well, I got, I got all the emails every time you guys bought something. I was like, that sucks. Yeah. But so now we just, we have a different way of doing it now. Buy it separately. Just look it back up. Yeah. I won't get it from her wish list. I'll just look it up outside of her wish list. And yeah. Run the risk of duplicates, but, you know. Kids are clever, man. Do they are. Well, thank you guys for checking out the Christmas edition of Breaker Remains Power Hour. We hope you guys have a very Merry Christmas, and we will see you on New Year's. We we will. Peace easy. Is that, are we there? I guess. Okay. Peace <laughs> easy. See ya. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back at my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as I hang over I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can I dig it? Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.